his strength is returning until it's like tunk tunk and <laughs> and he's like hey man i don't want no trouble like <laughs> no trouble <laughs> Nerd on. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast. You didn't need, you deserve. Oh, there it is. All levels of nerd are welcome. Whether you like Batman, Superman, or both at the same time. Mm -hmm. Continuing the road to the Snyder Cut, we dive into maybe one of the most divisive comic book films of all time. Coming from the fallout of the events of Man of Steel, our topic introduces us to the first big screen appearances of so many characters, the deconstruction of these modern myths, and even a new caped crusader. <gasps> Today, we are discussing Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, Ultimate Edition. Ultimate. Um, excuse, excuse me, um, it's Batman v Superman. I'm just kidding. No, everyone hated that. And we want to clarify here what we are covering is the ultimate Ultimate edition. edition. We, we might Ultimate even edition. talk about the theatrical, but we're typically talking. But our, our ratings yes. will be judged upon the Ultimate Edition of this Not movie. Not the theatrical. Yes. Yeah. So if you say. haven't seen the Ultimate Edition, pause this, come back in three mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be right here waiting for you. We'll <laughs> Maybe wait. three and a half so you break. have some time to we'll process. Wait. Shh, shh. We'll wait. Yeah, we'll yeah, wait. yeah, yeah. We'll give it a minute. And, okay, so let's get into it. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed uh, the Ultimate Edition of BVS. Or yeah. Donna Justice. <laughs> So, uh, today, your hosts are me. Hi, I'm Caitlin. I'm Tom. Wow. Coriel. And I am Josh, and this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd On Nation that is powered by Patreon. Patreon. As a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get fun perks, like you get uh, early access to these episodes. You get bonus episodes that nobody else hears. What else? You get access to secret channels on our Discord server. What? Name me one more thing you get. But wait, there's more. You get discounts on merch. And oh, I, I just thought of another one that's so cool that I cannot there can't be more. not uh, mention be more. it. As a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get what we call a Nerd On Nudge, which gets uh-huh. your questions answered first in our other weekly show, The Nerd On Update. Man, what a bunch of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. And Four uh, one and or three things. Yeah. And uh, at the same time, you get to help us to be the best that we can be and allow us to keep getting better and upgrading our content and making more content for you. So check it out, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon and check out that Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord. And a huge shout out to our uh, partners, Apogee and Odyssey. Apogee have equipped us with a hype mic. Do check out this microphone. It's a wonderful microphone that you can use across the board, whether it's mobile or PC or Mac. Check it out. Uh, We use it on everything that we do. And a huge shout out to Odyssey Headphones. We had them on an episode uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Awesome company. uh, Wonderful quality. They're just dope people. Um, But yeah, so those are our partners. And if you have enjoyed this episode or enjoy us, do stop by, rate and review wherever you listen, subscribe, share us with your friends and family. And I think that's that's the housekeeping. Shall we, we did it. shall we get on to this ultimate episode? Yeah. I sure. 
Sure, if you, if you want to call it that. <laughs> um, so everyone that's uh, brand new, we're going to be going into our first two segments. Um, and the first one, which deals with the end of the show, uh, where we rate it. So right now, we are going to... Yes. Guess that. 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 Bum. It's Batman. Bum, 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 bum. They aren't friends. They're just two men. They're gonna try to kill each other, but then they save the day. All of all the themes, all the themes, all the themes uh, for you, Josh. All mixed um, into one. Yeah, yeah, Josh, can you mix that, please, and put it into a sweet thank you? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna so, melodyne it and make it yeah. sound pretty. Appreciate it. Can you have it done? Um, make sure the beautiful, beautiful eye plays out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so gonna fight and then is, is, they is, is save the, the day. Halfway through? Is, yeah. Was there? Was there okay, a two I think part? He's done now. Okay. Um, so if I'm you're brand spanking new. <laughs> Corey, the third part. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, if you're brand speaking new to, uh, I was gonna say, guess that grump. Uh, nerd on. Uh, guess that grump is a segment where we are gonna go around the digital screens and guess who is going to have the lowest score. If you can't see the screens, you should be. It's on YouTube. Uh, and no matter how low the number is or how high the number is, the lowest one of the week will be the grump. So since I always get it wrong and I always never explain always, always. Um, I will go first. Yes. And I'm going to guess. I think I'm going to guess Caitlin. I knew that was coming. Did you? Did yeah. you? Yeah. Did you? Okay. <laughs> Kaylin, who you got your money on? Did you? I think it's going to be Corey. Did you okay. see that coming, Corey? I did not. Did you? <laughs> All right, Josh, who you got? Last one. Uh, I think it will be Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Saw that coming too, especially after Tom picked me. <laughs> <laughs> you were already on my on my written down notes. So you guys are always yeah. on my mind. Always. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, um, but I'm, how can how what, what, what's yours? And then also how can how can the nerds? Yeah, let me go. And then I got I got something special but for you. How how can? <laughs> um, I'm gonna uh, ooh, uh, I'm gonna say Josh. Oh. Okay. Hey, does this wow. sound like fun to you? <laughs> what we're doing? Do you do you think all of us guessing who's going to like the film the le- the least is so fun? You can want to be a part of it. Guess what? You can be. You join the Nerd on Nation, and you could have a chance to vote in a poll on who you think the Grump is going to be for our episodes. And if you get it right, you could be the grass-fed General Zod Galactic Golem Gamel Gatorade-fed guess that Grumper Gator guesser. Ghidorah. Thank you, Dora. Who is Ghidorah? Um, uh, yeah, and wow. you get a shout out on the show if you get it right. I think that's pretty special. TM. And the, the, the Nerd on Nation has voted. We got a, a handsome amount of votes. And it's, I'm a little surprised here, Tom, uh, because it's Caitlin. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> got to like, switch it up at this point. So. It's like, it can't be I, love how, I love how I feel like with comic book things, because I've been like, I generally don't, I'm not like, really gunning for comic books so now when comic book things come up people are like Caitlin's gonna hate it it's like Ooh. oh wait or wait not hate so it because you could just be the lowest of all of us that's all and that could be a four nine who knows that's wait true. Caitlin so wait you say on an episode that you're not really caring about comic book stuff or movies and then people are fucking out of their minds for picking you for no, the lowest I'm not score out of their minds I'm just saying that's you say something they've seen a pattern 
yeah, they've, they've seen a pattern of, of that. They're so learning. They're, they're, they're relying on this pattern. <laughs> Join they're us. growing. I gotta they're, say they're, they're not, but we'll see. It's like AI, except Ding. it's biological intelligence. And so, huh. Anyway, so um, now we'll move on to the complete spoiler of all of our ratings and go into our initial reactions and our first impressions. Uh, who wants to go first? I do. Okay, I want to go ahead. first on, on, on initial reaction because the first time I ever saw this movie was in the comfort of my own home. But it was an experience because uh, a good friend of mine, um, Grumpy oh. Tom, brought over a box set <laughs> that he hadn't opened yet to my apartment of uh, Batman vs. Superman Ultimate Edition. I believe it had a statue in it. Am I mistaken in that, It has Tom? Ben Affleck in it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, is that the one that you groped on our yes, TV show? All right, great, oh, cool. Yes, so, And I gladly. Yes, uh, brought that over and we watched it. And Tom, I hadn't seen the theatrical version either uh, because I had too many opinions thrown at me out the gate to be like, make a sensible watch of this. Tom actually pointed out what was new in the ultimate edition and what was not, what was theatrical. So through this watching, I put notes in my head where I was like, okay, if that was gone, that would suck. All right. If that was gone, that would suck. And I realized that the ultimate edition is a coherent story. Whereas the theatrical one is a goddamn mess. Um, And I really enjoyed Every single minute of this three-hour film, um, the you know a lot of the things without getting too much into spoilers, a lot of things they cut from the theatrical one are like motivation-based, and so it made all these characters just live in a world where they're just doing things and no one really knows why. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've since watched the theatrical cut again for this episode and went, yeah, no, nah, still, still care less because I don't know why they're doing these things. Um, but yeah, I think. We'll get a little deeper into it, but I think this is such a wonderful uh, representation and tone of 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 what the DCEU could be, the potential that the the universe has, and the the path that they should follow for uh, these types of films. I think it's a, a wonderful uh, a wonderful like, hey, here's a blueprint of how you make this fucking work. Do it, and y- y- we'll see. You know, a lot of people haven't, unfortunately. Uh, because I think this is this is from start to finish just an amazing film. Who's next? I'll go. Okay. Um, I don't remember the exact time. I think the reason why I watched the Ultimate Edition, I didn't even know it existed until I think either Corey or Tom was talking about it on one of our episodes. Probably Tom. And uh, it was <laughs> rentable on Apple TV, and I watched it, and I was like... Oh, I see. This is what this was supposed to be. <laughs> and yeah. it was, it was, it's like watching the extended editions of Lord of the Rings where you're watching something and you're like, that wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. And it's wonderful that it is. Except without that shit in Lord of the Rings, it's still a coherent movie. Yeah. What you get, I'm with talking the about the experience, like, not the actual uh, media itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Both it, of you uh, are right. Huh? I said both of you are right. Yes. Um, so it was, I, I got to the end of it and I was like, whoa, everything made sense. And it was a different experience of like, oh, oh, okay, I get it. This is, but uh, for me, because I watched it a few times getting prepped for this and why, I, I, I love this movie. It's just an enjoyable experience from start to finish. And it's, uh, I love Affleck. 
as as Batman. I love Batfleck. Um, Batfleck. Uh, I love Henry Cavill as Superman. And again, Wonder Woman. It's good. Mm. Mm. It's good. It's good. It's good. Caitlin, you or me? Good. You. Um, so the first time I watched this was the first movie I think I watched at the Chinese Grauman's Theater. Oh, wow. Um, and I watched it with uh, my boy, uh, Farcash, uh, mm. and uh, my boy, uh, Dustin Baker, who we had on the show. Um, and uh, it was, he had already, Matthew Farcash had already watched the pre screening of it. I was like, you lucky bastard. Anyways, but um, watching it, and uh, I walked away. Pretty, pretty excited, pretty juiced, not going to lie, watching the theatrical version because for history, it was just like for Avengers, like all these characters getting a live action, hey, here, here's the movie. And then them together, like we've had so many Batman and we've had so many Superman. We've never really had them together. So like mm-hmm. to me, like it was a very easy win for me. Sure. Um, but, you know, I tend to try to keep my finger on the pulse and just saw the the slaughtering the mass it was i was like fucking corleone's like look what they done to my boy um so <laughs> i was just like god and and that's the thing where everyone treated this movie and i use this with you know 2020 context and i was like as if th- like this movie took away their stimulus check and i was like what are you what are you talking guys chill it was a movie <laughs> and um and so for me like whether it wasn't perfect um and uh i was just like it made me want to watch it more. Like, why is everyone like hating, absolutely hating this movie? I can, I can test, uh, like, talk about movies that like don't make sense and talk about movies that like I just do not like. But like, people were like, kind of like, act like going for like, I'm gonna murder this movie. It's like Jesus. Um, but anyways, yeah, I don't agree with that at all. I why, think if you and, have and, concerns and you have actual that you know, criticisms, go for that. That is the idol, I feel like. That is where people idol at that speed of like, oh, I have to I have to destroy this I movie. I have to love it or just throw it under a fucking bus. Yeah, yeah. It and it's just like, like, oh like it's either and, this or that. And, and one quote really got me uh, to start looking at it very differently and then start looking at like the director's intention was like Zack Snyder saying like, all I wanted to do was make a comic book movie that people can like. Um, and then I was like, oh, that's not like, trying to compete that's not trying to like oh well i want to set these things up it was just like i was trying to make a a movie that people would like um and then so watching the ultimate edition i was like let's see what 30 more minutes will do 40 more minutes will do and then i I watched it and i was just like oh shit um (laughs) a lot and i i i've been trying to like if there was like a gospel i would probably be one of the first few like uh adopters of it being like try to watch it again. I don't want you to change your mind, but I think you need to see the right film. Um, Cause it's very unfair. I think that what happened to it to, to meet sadly and try to like, I guess abide by market trend of like movies don't be are aren't three hours long in theaters and people still groan and moan about that. Um, still like currently in 2021, people still currently groan about three hour long movies. Um, and I'm like, that's more for your buck. You literally are paying less money for more screen time. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so watching this, uh, I started, I, the, I guess the, I always enjoyed the ultimate edition, but in 2020, at the beginning of when everyone had to start staying at homes, I rewatched this and I watched Chernobyl. And Oof. those two had oh, like geez. very profound effects on me 
watching like post pandemic <laughs> in it with it, like in the early <laughs> stages of what we would assume is the, the quarantine. Um, and it just aged so freaking well for me. It aged so well and how it talks about thing like anxiety and, and climate and what it's like when the world kind of stops and, and you know, how, Everything is politicized. Everything is scrutinized for the smallest things. Um, and so it, 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 when I watched it again this time, you know, I've watched it multiple times in prepar- preparation now. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how anyone could still hate this movie. Like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But if you hate, hate this movie. The I don't, theatrical I don't, one? Uh, the ultimate edition, you mean? Well, that's the thing where so many people watch the theatrical and then like have like it just like murdered their firstborn. They're like, I won't, I won't spend one more second on the ultimate edition. It's like I would highly recommend anyone who's only watched the theatrical to check out the ultimate. Yeah, edition. I, I think like erase the theatrical from your mind and then put the ultimate edition there instead. But you know, it's hard to get people to sway. I mean, to do isn't that, so. isn't it fair to think or to say that it's it's unfair to judge the movie that is Batman versus Superman? based on a theatrical when it was so like there were so many cooks in the kitchen whereas the mm-hmm. ultimate edition was like Snyder's vision kind of like what we're experiencing I'm, with the Snyder cut possibly I'm going to I'm going to steal this from a uh, a video essay that I saw and was talking about this kind of stuff where it was like you can't chop off your child's legs and get mad that they can't run yeah like it's very like yeah it's such a ass backwards thinking and so they can get more screens and all that stuff and every other superhero movie at the time was like almost not even two hours long so um but that's just me um i i i very enjoy caitlin <laughs> but we all flocked to endgame <laughs> um so ultimate edition was the first time i'd seen bbs yeah um i had never seen the theatrical cut um i watched it with tom and uh mr lanny pator that we had on the show not that long ago um and when the movie was done, Tom told me, okay, so the theatrical version didn't have this, 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 and this. And yeah. my response was, then what came out in theaters? Yeah. And if, exactly. That and, 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 wasn't a, that wasn't a, what was it? Like, <laughs> I was, I was so shocked that, uh, like, it's, it's very apparent what, what is, what the story is, what's trying to be communicated. I found myself wanting more um, because the, this didn't, e- even with the extra 40 minutes, it still didn't feel like everything got to be said that he wanted to be said. Now, I want to turn back the clock real quick. I mentioned this in the Man-, Man of Steel episode, that there was one scene that he wanted to shoot of Superman going into orbit and then having to like pick who he's going to save first. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, if getting those ideas and pushing those principles of these characters had been involved in this, I'm like, oh, oh. it would have been like an eight hour movie. But, you know, it's like, but that's that's like the the hard part is like this this movie. If it got to be exactly what he wanted it to be like, that's that's when you get into like masterpiece things. And you can see this studio, this like the overarching hands being like, you can only do this. And there's a lot of things that does really well. There's some things that you're like, I wish that was there. But you can't like hate it for not having that. 
Um, I didn't get why, like, I'm sure with the theatrical version, I could see why a lot of people would be super frustrated because there just wasn't enough information there um, to get everything that it was going for. Yeah. Um, I mean, I felt that re- even even watching the uh, the theatrical version, having seen BBS, I was watching it and I was like, I like yeah. I felt myself like missing it, the it was, stuff I knew about. Yeah. I was like, oh. The way I can say it is like this: It's like the theatrical version feels like you're like flipping through panels of a comic book. Yes, that's but, a like good just word. panels. And then when you watch the ultimate, you're like, oh, I actually get a story. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, bad guy here, good guy here, bad guy beat bad, good guy, and then good guy beat bad guy. And you're like, okay, cool, I'm done. And scene. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you watch yeah. a movie. You're like, oh, this is why it is and how it is, and oh, that is tough. Oh, that is sad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so. So yeah, I wanted more. Mas. Mas. Okay, so with that, uh, it should give everyone an idea of um, what our ratings. No, we're not. We're not. Maybe not give us an idea what our ratings Mm. are going to be. But we'll move on to the next two segments of our show, which are going to be our brief synopsis and our and our our production, still in spoiler-free installments. Uh, I don't know. I was trying to make (laughs) something funny, but it's it's stupid. (laughs) It's just dumb. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm embarrassed. I am the brief synopsis today. Uh, it's been nearly two years since I'm Superman's Corey. Henry Cavill colossal battle with Zod, Michael Shannon, hmm. devastated the city of Metropolis. The loss of life and collateral damage left many feeling angry and helpless, including crime-fighting billionaire Bruce Wayne, Ben Affleck. Hmm. Convinced that Superman is now a threat to humanity, Batman embarks on a personal vendetta to end his reign on Earth, while the conniving... Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg, launches his own crusade against the Man of Steel. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, Anyways, uh, every time you bring up Michael Shannon, I just have to think about Groundhog's Day because you put so much emphasis on that. (laughs) 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 Um, And with that, we'll go into the production brought to you by me, uh, distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures, who gave us such things as the Lego movie, Harry Potter series, and Lord of the Rings trilogy. The mm. director is Zack Snyder, gave us uh, things that we mentioned before, Dawn of the Dead, Watchmen 300. Producers, Charles Roven, The International, Warcraft, and Wonder Woman. Uh, Christopher Nolan and Emma Thomas, who are the executive producers, uh, Insomnia, Inception, and Interstellar. Deborah Snyder, his wife and producing partner. Uh, for 300, Rise of an Empire, Man of Steel, and Watchmen. The writers um, for this is... Um, David S. Goyer um, from Blade 2, Constantine Series, and Batman Begins. Um, and the story is by uh, David S. Goyer. Um, the cast is Ben Affleck, Dare, uh, Daredevil uh, in Gone Girl in the Town, <laughs> Henry Cavill, <laughs> sorry, uh, Henry Cavill, Immortals, Stardust, <laughs> and The Cold Light of Day, Amy Adams from Enchanted, Arrival, Nocturnal Animals, Jeremy Irons, Dead Ringers, The Lion King, and The Watchmen TV Series, Jesse Eisenberg, from the social network, Zombieland, and now you see me. There it is. There it is. Now you see me. I'm now you see me. Go now you don't. But no, no it's now you see no, me too. Now you see uh, me too. <laughs> Diane Lane from Under the Tuscan Sun, Inside Out. Upcoming Why the Last Man. Lawrence, Fish- Lawrence Fishburne from The Matrix, School Days, and Contagion. Mm-hmm. Harry Lennox from Ray, Matrix Reloaded, and The Blacklist. And Gal Gadot from Fast and Furious, Date Night, Keeping Up with the Joneses. Now there's two dates I'm putting up Date here. Night. Date Night. <laughs> uh, release date March 19th 2016 and then I also have June 28th 2016 that's when the ultimate edition, ultimate edition. 
Because the day after the theatrical, a shot was released as a deleted scene. Everyone's like, what the hell? I wanted that. And then they were like, "Uh, maybe we'll think about it. Um, (laughs) And then the runtime for the ultimate edition is 183 minutes. Um, The budget for the film, and this doesn't have the ultimate edition in it. It's just a theatrical run. So 300 million budget for an 873.6 million gross. The Rotten Tomato score sits at a lovely 28% from critics from 428 users and 62% audience from over 100,000 users. Is that, wait, and that's that is the real ultimate Kim. edition? Or? That, no, there is no yeah, rating for an ultimate edition no. because it doesn't come out Across theatrically. The uh, I, I will say for the, the uh, usually Zack Snyder is infamous for these cuts not taking payment at all for the work that he puts in to recut his films the way he wants to see them. So Whoa. if there is any extra budget, it was simply for anyone helping him with that. He took all the time, I guarantee himself, to just... Because he's doing the, the same thing for Justice League. He's not getting paid at yeah, all for it. At the time of this, right. the 70 million that was for additional photography for all for CGI and then for the eight, the four, four to eight minutes that you'll see. Mm-hmm. So he took no money. He said, uh, he typically will say, yeah, I'll take no money for creative control. Yeah. Wow. So um, let's get into it. Let's spoil so some shit. Yeah, we'll go into the full spoilers. <laughs> our favorite parts, our favorite characters, our qualms, and finally our rating. Um, God. Okay, I'm gonna say this. Start us off, off the, Tom. Off the bat, um, there is. I, I say this. I said this. Uh, there's one scene that always makes me choke up, and it's when spoilers again. Spoilers. It's We're after Superman dies. <laughs> um, it's right when Superman dies. And it's not so fat so much that he dies, but when Batman is pulling him down or, you know, like carrying him down, lowering him down, and lowering yeah. him. And then Lois shows up and then Wonder Woman and her have like this back look to look at each other. So they have this shot, reverse shot reaction. And then there's just like this moment that you could see Gal Gadot's performance of just like she just knows what she has, like what she's going to face. And it's like, Oh, she's experiencing. And this is the first time that we saw Wonder Woman ever. We haven't seen what happened to her yet. We didn't see the Chris Pine movie. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't see the world war one movie. And so when she just like gives that, you're like, Oh my God, that's like such a good, she knows the moment. Loss. But now knowing. And now, yeah, now knowing you're like, Oh my God, this is like, it like hits so much harder. Um, and uh, I, I love the symmetry um, between that, because the, the if you compare the shots between when Superman is getting stabbed by this bone spear, it's like the exact same thing with General Zod and Jor-El. Like, he's looking away, he's a, a blade comes out of a hand, it gets stabbed, and then with Lara uh, L, Lana? La, La, no, Lara L, she like cries over Jor-El's body as... Mm-hmm. Lois Lane cries over Superman. Really, as they it's zoom like, out with everybody standing over where it's almost like... It's almost like it freezes, but it's like they're zooming out of like Batman, Wonder Woman standing over Lois crying over his body. It's just always, uh, I was actually watching it again this morning and that scene is always like, I'm like, man. It's biblical looking. Yeah, it's beautiful. <sighs> um, I mean, I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the opening scene matchup and mm. uh, oh, the opening yeah. scene matchup oh with the God, end of Man of so Steel. And, and just from a... Like technical standpoint, it's stupid. Really impressive. You have to have every single second of that planned out. Just from the shooting to the editing to the acting. Like I was trying to piece together in my head, like, oh, what if we had to reshoot a scene from PAs from a different point of view and make it if someone watched it side by side, 
it would match up perfectly and my brain exploded and I passed out for four hours. So <laughs> it, it just, <laughs> it just, uh, it, I feel like just as a, a technique, even from, I mean, story standpoint, yes, it's a, it's a wonderful way to let you know immediately why Batman, uh, or, uh, feels why the way he does and, and does the things he does. But at the same time, just from a technical standpoint, I was like, beautiful bastards you did it you actually did it <laughs> and, and the thing I, I like about that is also it answers the questions i think a lot of people are wondering it's like what the fuck the consequences for all those millions of people dying mm-hmm. and then you're kind of like you, you find know, out batman knew them and like well yeah, yeah and it's like why is batman fighting superman like that's what a lot of people are getting mad about like why are superheroes fighting and then you realize like batman kind of stands in for like this surrogate of like the human hatred for an alien and but I mean, it's like not not even the, the not not the same motivations, but like every time Batman and Superman have first met, they fight. And they at fight. least in my in my recollection, every animated film or any comic I've read where Batman meets Superman for the first time, the first thing they do is fight. And it's tip- so Batman and Superman, just for everyone who does like, why were they going to fight? If you haven't read a comic book or watched an animated thing, blah, blah. Three reasons is why Batman and Superman fight. One is someone being manipulated by somebody else. That sounds familiar. Yep. Two, it's the first time they met. That sounds familiar. And three is because it's a misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah, Sounds all very familiar. Hmm. There's nothing out of the, the ordinary here that they're fighting. So, um, Caitlin, favorite part? Um, I think it was the, the one that immediately popped up because... Um, smooth brain version of me um, is when Clark Kent hops in the tub with Lois when she's mm-hmm. like getting really nervous about like you know I don't know if we can I don't know if we could do this this isn't a good idea and he just gets in the tub with all of his clothes on and my brain was screaming squishy shoes squishy shoes oh god no um, but but it was just such a good a good representation to be like listen I don't whatever it's all ridiculous anyway like whatever let's just be happy and that was just a very sweet way to get henry cavill shirt off and be wet in a tub and yeah, i loved fair. it yeah <laughs> it was a light and a good representation way to, of like relieve like some his of the love pressure and yeah yeah, yeah well yeah. i mean it was very goofy and cute and yeah it's it's to me my answer of like why is bad why is superman not happy and it's like he is happy but he's also like this is like two years outside of living in small town kansas like and being in a, in a city that like is doing nothing but kind of giving the highest amount of scrutiny and it's like he can be if he's allowed to be but the world kind of keeps pushing him in this way where like everything he does is fucked like he's fucked if he is and he's fucked if he isn't it's and i there, there there's a lot of that which i really love because i find that so relevant and i mm. feel like we're only gonna get more and more relevant that like like there's a one of my favorite other favorite parts is a line and it's when Superman after he saves Lois after uh, Lex pushes her off the building um after he like after 30 minutes has passed so he's probably like looking for mom um he goes to Lois and he's like he wants me to fight him he he's explained to Lois like I have to go kill Batman blah blah, blah. and he said and she's like you know she's like don't go and he's like no one stays good in this world anymore and he flies away and you see like how fucking defeated he is about that he's like i have to yeah. convince him to help me or he has to die and he's like i've never premeditatedly have to go and kill somebody yeah and he's just like no one stays good in this world and to me like that hits so hard because it's just like whenever anyone's trending and you're like oh no please just don't like every time mr rogers for, like trends i'm like no but it's like let's celebrate i'm like oh thank god 
That was you know, when James Earl Jones was trending a year ago, and everyone's like, "Fucking warn me before you trend James Earl Jones on Twitter," because I thought he died. Yeah, no, <laughs> oh, no. they die or like they find out. Look at him being an asshole. It's like, yeah. oh, God. Yeah. So, um, but my favorite forward, part man. for me is kind of in the same vein of kind of like a, a Superman realizing the consequences. Is it's the the like courtroom kind of setting where mm. um, government has kind of asked him to come in. And speak and oh. um, there, there's two see there's two particular um, parts of that when he walking in and he slowly opens the gate like he I mean oh yeah it do, it wouldn't take much of hit for him to just rip it off of its hinges but he just kind of like it's kind of like Very in Man delicate. of Steel when he's like he's kind he's he's holding back so to speak and he's showing like everything's fine I he just opens up the gate nice and calmly mm-hmm. and then the as, as sucky as it is, but when he's standing in the flames and the mm. rubble and just the visual of him just going. The disappointment. It, yeah, it's almost like <laughs> if he if he talked like this, if he was just like, fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> but, what it looks like. But also like. A, a huge shout out to, um, I'm always a super, I'm a huge fan of Holly Hunter. I like, mm-hmm. I, I love her and just, yeah, the, the grandma's peach tea. Her oh, realizing oh, yeah. what's what's happening and she's trying to continue her speech and she turns it around to see the label and it's just the there's a lot of really wonderful um transitions like acting transitions in this where it's nonverbal changes where you're seeing their faces going oh you're seeing the, the micro conversation in their head yeah the the when she sees that and she's trying so hard to continue and she's realizing well well, <laughs> this is bad. This is really bad. Corey? Yeah. Uh, me? Yeah. I was going to say, um, I mean, that that moment with Superman is really, really great. Just the, the sadness on his face is just, that was one of my favorites there. But uh, can we talk about Diana Prince mm. and Wonder Woman for just a moment uh, when? throughout how this many, whole film? How, when do we want to talk about her? All of them. All I want to talk about, first all of all, I want to talk about musically hinting at her theme throughout the entire film. Oh, just yeah. the just the one cello line of, and you're like, I almost hear it. It's going to come. <laughs> and then finally, when she shows up during the doomsday fight and it's a, you're like, yes, it's happening. <laughs> um, and like to, to Tom's point, like we hadn't seen, I Wonder Woman hadn't come out by the time I watched this, but uh now having you know watched these two movies with her and especially the you know, that that first one and just having her show up like my wife and I were we, we were watching it and we were like we got choked up when she finally shows up on screen for the first time and you know we're not alone in that like uh, there was a, a lot of accounts of the people on set filming the movie who like when they finally saw her come out in costume like grips and sound guys just being like choked up being like I've been waiting my whole life to see Wonder Woman like this on the big screen, and I can't believe I'm a part of creating that. Um, it was a wonderful reveal too. The way that they, the way that they did it, like you see the blast, and it's almost like a flash frame, and then the the smoke dissolves, and it's just her. Mm-hmm. Like it's like Ooh! yeah, and then the Ooh! well, it's oh, also it's so just good. like we were living in a Batman world for such a long time, and then who saves Batman? It's Wonder Woman, and it's like yeah. that's that's pretty fucking badass, and yeah. like. You know, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna equate it to that, but it, it was like it was like portal sequence. Like in the theaters, everyone, whether they watched the theatrical or not, they were just like, 
everyone fucking clapped their hands during Wonder Woman. Like it was, it was like by end all. Like that's why the Wonder Woman movie I think was received so well because like everyone was like she had the best like entrance. Yes, a hundred percent. And just the you know the whole I thought she was with you bit was great. As you want to well. know something uh, about the lineup when they finally show the Trinity? Why Wonder Woman is in the front? Sure. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Zack Snyder. So someone asked him, "Is like, why do you always have Wonder Woman in the front?" And he says, "Well, she's probably the most experienced, so she would probably be leading the charge." That's fair. Yeah. And I was like, "That's I like." She's that. also it's she's also you have man, God, demigod. She's also the link between the two. I nice. guess. Nice, um, nice, nice. But yeah, that uh, that reveal finally. I mean, the build up to it. You know, using the the theme to hint at you throughout the whole film that this is going to happen. And then finally the coming to fruition and hearing the full theme when it's finally revealed was just a wonderful setup, uh, you know, knocked out of the park with that. Um, Hans Zimmer was, Oh, sorry. sorry, sorry. Uh, Hans Zimmer and junkie XL did the score for this. And Hans Zimmer was kind of like leading the way of like, okay, this is when this part of the suite comes in. And he was like, so like, I don't know when to put wonder woman's theme in and junkie XL was the one who was like, just slap right there. Just yeah. slap it full force. And like Hunter was like, all right, that's the point of collaboration. You get kind of nudged to do things that you never thought you would be doing. Just and right when she shows up, up just yeah. it just goes in. I'm like, oh. Josh, sorry. Oh, oh, no, I was going to say the also the reveal too, the of Batman. Like uh, oh. the, the terrifying reveal of like yeah. him in the corner. Like, because mm-hmm. I mean, that's if you read other forms of Batman, like sometimes he's terrifying. <laughs> it was yeah. like a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> and like the fact that the prisoners in the basement were like, no, 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 we're, we're just going to stay here. We're, we're grateful that he saved us, but we're just going to stay here. <laughs> yeah. And I, I like that a lot. And I think a lot of people also have a lot of issues with this iteration of Batman, but there's a lot of like these telltale things that like you see, like why he's the way he is. Like, his Robin was murdered. And then one line that struck out to me the most was he's kind of almost like not even really given up. Like he, he'll he do the thing, but like he's just like you pull one weed out, another one grows in its place. Yeah, and that's I want to point. I want to talk cool. about this for a second because yeah. it's a point of contention for me as well on the sense of like I think people are way too harsh on the warehouse scene, uh, which is one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. Look. Like Tom said, this Batman is is not it's not fucking year one, year two Batman, you guys. This is year this twenty. Is, this is like yeah, this is year twenty Batman. <laughs> He's like been doing this for a while, and through the whole movie, the whole movie, they talk about how Batman's getting more violent and worse, and he's never done this shit before. Uh, and like, and it's not a good thing. They're not saying like, yay. <laughs> yeah, even the citizens are scared. They're like, fucking Batman's loose, man. Something's something's come loose right so <laughs> we're unhinged. not talking about we're also not talking about a batman who's like thinking the way he usually Logically. does either so it's not like snyder was like i'm gonna take christian bale's batman and i'm gonna put him in a warehouse where he kills some people no no this is a different fucking batman it's the type of batman we see in dark knight returns like this is the guy who's like i'm too tired of fucking being nice to people putting them in jail. They get out of jail. I beat them up again. I put them back in jail. Like, no, we're done. We now have aliens, you guys. I have bigger shit to worry about. Now I will brand you and you will die in jail from other bad guys and then you don't come out again. And then I didn't really kill you, but, you know, it's it's like, I get it. I get where this Batman's at and it didn't bother me because the 
the filmmakers and writers did a good job of setting you up, basically like look taking you by the shoulders, going, "This isn't the Batman you know." <laughs> well, also, I mean, even for me, just for people, and the people were like, "Well, this isn't the Batman I know." And we're like, "Yeah, this is not yes. your dad's." Have you only read a few comic books? I'm just <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but like I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll to the defense of people who might have any quote unquote like misgivings about it. Like it took me a little while because you know, for if you're listening to this and you haven't thought about it this way, Batman is the antagonist for the mm-hmm. first two and a half hours. Um, and the whole idea of Dawn of Justice should ring a little truer with the idea that like because of Superman's death, Batman kind of realizes he's become the thing he hates the most, and like. The big thing to really think about the moment where he's about to kill Superman is that this was a planned death. This is a planned execution. Everyone else has kind of been like a byproduct of me saving somebody or me doing something. And it's kind of like that callousness of like, I'll do whatever I need to do to protect the people who don't deserve to be killed. But if anyone else dies in that who are part of it, that's not my problem. But this was like, I'm killing, I'm thinking about how I'm going to kill Superman. And that's why it's such like this pivotal moment. And also, I'll talk about this just because I think we'll, we'll once this comes out, we'll get out of the air. This is probably the most criticized moment of the film, but to me, I it was like almost say. the most. <laughs> yes, we all it's, do. It's the joke that I love saying because it's what do you? Why did you say that name? Um, <laughs> I love quoting it that way because I love like the thing is when you make fun of the things you love, you have a very different energy than making fun of the things you hate. Yeah. Um, and I love that scene because of this. Um, and I think a lot of people need to kind of view it with these lenses is that this film is trying to talk about real shit. And like, I'm not trying to grief anyone. If you like things of escapism, that's like good guy beats bad guy, whatever. That's fine. Those are accepted, but you should also try to learn to accept that films can try to, um, explore and, and, and have reimaginations of the characters you do like, because they shouldn't be defined of exploration only on the page. And mm-hmm. so when Batman vs. Superman is a film that talks about hatred and changing your views and political anxiety, but also xenophobia. Um, and I, I I hate to like pull it out, but it's like I just hearken back to like 9-11. And I hearken back even now where like there's a lot of hate crimes towards Asian people. And once you start actually saying like, Oh, please save my mom. Please save my mom. Fuck your mom. Like he literally was like, your mom probably, your parents probably told you that you were, you're special and you're put in this world for a reason. My parents, blah, blah, blah. So like there was a level that Batman is not listening to. He's like, Superman has tried to like, Bruce, I know who you are. I'm trying to like snap you out of this. Like we don't have to fight twice. And then he's just like, I would, if I wanted you dead, it'd be over. And he's like, please help me. And then Batman's just like, no, I'm not fucking here. Write about it. It's your blog. I don't care. Um, and then he says, like, save Martha. Like, save a name. You know, this is not like Kal-El. This is not Supermom. This is Martha. Well, it this humanizes is, oh, Superman. Humanizes. Like, I, well, that's the whole it, point. If, yeah. if, if I can just, like, kind of piggyback, because another one of my favorite parts is the thought pro- well, the thought process that we're seeing of Bruce Wayne af- right after like Lois says, it's his mother. It's like, he's just like, mm-hmm. he has his whole reign of terror that he's been doing for the past, what is it, like a couple of years or a few months? I, I don't know the actual timeline. It's oh, like I think flashing. Be- film takes course of a year. It's flashing before his eyes. It, that's what it appears to for me, where it's like, mm-hmm. he's realizing kind of the error of his ways. And he's like, he has a mom? 
It's like yeah. everything, like the like what you were saying. That this film is a lot about hatred and what that can do to somebody, hatred and fear, and what that can do to somebody. And he's just like, that's one of those transitional sequences that I'm talking about, where yeah. it's just like, oh shit. A lot of people also talk about they're like, well, why would he say Martha, not my mom? And you're like, dude. First of all, like Tom said, he knows it's Bruce. If he knows it's Bruce, he knows about his parents. If he knows about his parents, he knows his parents' name. Uh, yeah. And he knows that the trauma that that could leave, you know, especially someone who's like lost his own father. Um, so it's it's a it's a it's not a moment of like it's not a moment of giving up for Superman. It's not. It's really his last last line of defense of like, look, here I'm gonna try one last thing to cut to the fucking core of you here, Bruce. You're gonna kill Martha. They're gonna kill Martha. Like I thought it was wonderfully used for some reason. In my, you know, pea brain, my whole life, I never really made the connection that both their parents' names are Martha, at least not on the, like, scale of using that for a story. Um, so for me, when this scene came up, I was like, this is really good. This is a really wonderful, what a wonderful way to tie two characters together. I mean, all you hear about from Batman is my dead parents, you know? And so... <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, all that Superman has left is Martha. And so it's just this wonderful, like, oh, let's tie these core, these core pieces of these characters together in this moment where they need to be at a fundamental understanding with as few words as possible. And most of the time Uh, we mainly hear of Batman's dad, like in mm -hmm. comic stories where it focuses on, on his father. So. Till Flashpoint. Yeah. I will Uh, say (laughs) that for, for people who are going to come in to this movie later, and, and as a person who did come in later, I really wish that that joke hadn't been made a thousand times. Sure. It made it very hard for me because like the first second I hear Martha, I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. We're setting up for the thing. And then it was like all you can think about. And it, it was hard to like detach from it because like I totally agree with you in all the points that are being made right now. But because it was made such a joke for years... Since it came out, I was just like, I can see this is him planting the seed for Martha. This is a seed planted for Martha. This is a seed planted for Martha. And then it like detached me from the emotional connection because my only association with it was people making fun of it. Yeah, and the, and the, I think that's that sucked some joy out of it. Like, well, no, I think I, that's like a good the internet. I think that's like yeah. a good point of like what BVS is. It's like it's almost like this, and I hate to say this way, it's like a victim of these preconceived notions. It's a victim mm-hmm. of like, this is what people say they want. And so anything else that's different is just going to be shitty and inferior. And so when this film tries to do something different and like gives you all the necessary things, it kind of like falls on its face because everyone else wants it to be something else instead. So Josh, was saying- I, I was just going to bring up another like point of contention that was that was fixed for me that actually now that I have this knowledge, I enjoy differently or, or I enjoy more uh when I f- when I first saw this movie I had a huge problem with Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor yeah. because really? I had preconceived notions of who or how Lex Luthor acted like what I have seen of Lex Luthor and how he's portrayed until I read Superman Birthright yeah I was gonna say and, Mark Wade. yeah and when I saw that it was like or I mean I read that I was like, this is a this is a version of Lex that I personally have never read. 
And it was like, oh, okay. And it was kind of like a bring you, flash you into reality of like, we've talked about it on this show of like runs of characters. And like, for some reason, we always put movies in this like category that it's not allowed to be considered a run, but but it is. It's like, it's their mm -hmm. version of Lex, which is loosely based on another version of Lex in comics. So it's like, we just, just had a Batman that had no superpowered beings at all, and we were totally fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, okay. after that, like after I read that, it was like I watched it again, and it was like, okay, I uh, see, I see you, Jesse. I do want to say hop one. On the, oh. oh, go ahead, Caitlin. I'm sorry. You, you, I wanted you to hop on the because Lex was actually a part of a, a lot of my favorite parts as well. Um, I loved his theme. Um, that dumb. like orchestral, dumb, dumb. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very uh, Space Odyssey 2000, yeah. Yeah, so I love that. I loved the the angels and demons flipping the painting. Mm. I loved his assistant that was like so Mercy. whatever he wants. Uh, and then like her realization that she's like, oh my God, he's not here. I'm going to die. And then like the the realization of like Lex will kill anyone to get whatever he wants and there there he has no ties to anyone he really actually is that like truly psychotic um so i love the way that they developed for people. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah i i just loved anytime lex was doing stuff i'm like oh you crazy bastard i love you i do want to say one thing too is about him uh i think i just think of martin screlly uh, oh fucking pharma bro no that's now I, I hate him <laughs> well that's you're not supposed to like lex luther you can be like he's I an love, entertaining I love thing this, to watch okay let but me he's a piece of shit add, add an addendum then i love the portrayal <laughs> yeah. of this insane character um well, i will like, say they one did thing. it very accurately uh i like i really like the sequence between him and superman on the top of the skyscraper because film wise it's fucking genius because there's this Batman, Superman is up in the sky, and then it's like you're, it's a low angle, so you're looking up at him like how Lex Luthor sees him, like this godlike figure, and then you're looking down at Lex Luthor who's uh, crisscross applesauce, <laughs> um, sitting down. I learned that recently. I was like, that's a thing. Um, mm -hmm. And oh, yeah. the, you know, so it's, it's a high angle, so it's looking down on him. And as the scene progressed, then they come on equal, so they're both seeing eye to eye. Their eye lines are level. And then at the end of it all, Superman is on his knees and then and you're looking up at Lex Luthor and he's like, you know, it's it's the whole like because of what's happening in the frame, it's also happening in the story, too. So on page and off page, it's happening where the reversal of power is being played out. And then at the end of it all, it goes up to a high crane shot of Lex going into the 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 helicopter of this like, look at these foolish people who are just like killing each other kind of way where it's like we as the audience are almost omniscient and so I like I really enjoyed like oh there there it is like there's this wonderful play and poetry with it um that I really enjoy I also just kind of like that everything he says has such a weird double meaning um all the the problem with good the problem with evil the problem with God and then so like let's put the holes in the holy like those kind of things I'm like holy fuck right and then at the very end with with Batman, I never really understood it till very recently of what Lex Luthor is trying to say. And it's like his whole, like, this is how it all caves in. Humanity is on the wane, manners out the window. 
saying B- cave Wayne, Wayne Manor. Manor. And I was like, oh my god, he's telling him like that re- that like recently had a revelation. Like, oh my god, he's literally telling him like I know who you are. And it's like, of course he knows who he is, but he's telling Batman, I know who he's you are. Known but who both of them are since he got them together. He like, he, and that's the thing where I think I I as I watch the film, I still learn more things and like realizing like Lex Luthor knew about everyone. From like before the movie even started. Yes. Like there was no discovery for him. He just knew. And um, I just, there, there was that, uh, I was just like, wow, wow. <laughs> Moment for me. Um, um, just, guess, I mean, another like shifting of power back and forth is the battle. The, uh, the final battle between Batman and Superman and them kind of going back and forth of having the, the upper hand. And it was just... I love, I mean, my the, the specific one that I really enjoy is when Batman is pummeling Superman and punching him in the face, and it's slowly, he's getting, <laughs> his, his strength is returning until it's like, tunk, tunk, and, and he's like, hey man, I don't want no trouble. Like, <laughs> <he's> like <laughs> no trouble. <laughs> uh, Corey? Uh, favorite parts still? Yeah. Um, I mean... Unfortunately, the the sacrifice of Superman, uh, the music, and the lead up to it, the uh, you know him saying, you know, you are my world. you're my world, and she's just like realizing what it means, and you're like, oh, God damn, there's nothing she can do to stop it. Like even she knows it has to happen, you know, deep down. But at the same time, she's like, I just got like. Damn, uh, and that it just you know when it happens you're just like and I even even uh, I was watching with with Dana and she was like man they make it seem like Superman dies a lot huh and I was like no he's he's dead like this is this is it she was like Superman's dead and I was like yeah that's they just killed Superman and she was like oh my god um, <laughs> Dana so I can hear uh, it in her voice too it's a uh, it's a really you know I think like I said in in our Man of Steel episode, I think Cavill is is Superman. Um, and he just, you know, you just see those people who, when they play a part, you're like, oh, you were born for this. That's pretty cool that you were born for this role and you got to do it. And it's it's so joy to see him play any part of this movie. Um, one cool thing though, uh, I love when they're doing the 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 morning Superman, and you know, I love the the casket they have for him and the capital, the if you seek his monument, look around you. Um, the silver on the black is mm-hmm. just like the black issue of when Superman died. They gave you a little comic book body bag. Um, but also one thing that I mentioned is a little tidbit because I, I may know some things. Um, there's one, one of the mourners uh, in, in Smallville is he's like right in front. It's when they're walking in the weeds. Um, he is actually like the guy at the time who had bought the $5 million copy of issue one or it, it, whatever the issue of Action Comics uh, in 1937, and uh, they actually like show a frame of that in Wally's uh, house. The 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 guy who um, who used to work for Wayne, yeah, um, Scoot McNeary's character. And I was like, oh, they, they, they're doing it. They're, 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 they're throwing the nods, and and it was just it was just kind of nice to see those things. But uh, we haven't talked about the warehouse fight. I did a little bit, but a little bit. I will say rule. I will say real quick, that was like the most Arkham shit, like fighting, bouncing around. And there were like so the many parts thing. where you go, oh, ow. He's intimidating <laughs> as hell in that whole like, What was it, it I kept terrifying, saying, Tom? Some, some 
big explosion would happen or a car would roll, and I would go, I don't think he made it. <laughs> and I was like, they're all fine. It's all combo. Can I talk about my rubber. favorite Flush part of that? Well, I mean, all of it's great, but my favorite part of that fight is the bulletproof cowl. Oh, and yeah. the guy goes to shoot him in the back of the head and it he just kind of like ducks down and the guy does it like three more times before he turns around and, and finally disarms him. But like that was such a great moment for me being like, oh, it's bulletproof. Oh, that's awesome. It felt <laughs> like, really good. We we read Hush like if someone tries to lift the cow without him, it's supposed to like open up a canister of like sleep gas. Yeah. Or, or even Dark Knight. Right. Yeah. The guy goes to lift the mask oh, yeah. off and it electrocutes him. It shocks him. Uh, so getting to see that play out too was just really cool yeah just the point of throwing up the crate like right here oh yeah you just realize how strong like i loved having such a buff batman (laughs) like when he like throws the crate you're just like that hurt a lot when he throws the guy into the wall and crashes oh, through guy, another wall. When he like kind of clotheslines the guy and he goes face first into the yeah. floor, just kind of boom, boom. You're like, <laughs> what? what was it? It happened like twice where uh, everyone's like staring at the door. And I was like, guys, Batman doesn't use doors. not coming in through a door. And it, <laughs> immediately after I said something like that, he would like pop out of the floor, or pop out of a wall. I'm like, yeah. I like also, there's still one guy shooting at the hole. Yeah, <laughs> there is there is there is also the love between Alfred and Batman that I really enjoy. Like, oh yeah, like, so great. can we just talk about how? So Alfred, at least in my mind, army medic, right? Double barrel shotgun, toting army medic. This is the first time I've seen an Alfred where I was like, yeah, yeah. If I broke That's into him. Wayne Manor, this guy would probably fuck me up pretty bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you see him chopping that wood, you see him just. Like operating the this, bat plane. This I will go on record. Look, Michael Caine, I love you. Don't get me wrong. You're amazing. This is my favorite Alfred I've ever seen. Like Jeremy Irons Alfred, I was like, hashtag that's my Alfred. This is this is it. This is the guy. I, I also love that like there's a love between them where like he's not just butler where he's like, here's your coffee, sir. They're both making each other coffee. <laughs> he's drinking on the job. I was gonna say he's, when he's on the computer and he's like having a whiskey, you're like, yes. This yeah, is where he's like, he's got class. And he's like, what should I do? I can't stay down here for seven minutes. He's like, go up there and socialize. Maybe a woman will make you honest. <laughs> and he's just glass him. So like that kind of stuff. It's like, or it's like, I don't deserve you, Alfred. It's like, no, you don't. And I was like, oh god, it's so, a, yeah. And he's like it's, welding and like building shit for bat. Like, oh. we're gonna. Have he's to like fixing the, the cow. Suit. Yeah, like it's like oh. Also, again, first gray and black suit ever mm-hmm. on on a big screen. We only have like, one more left to see, guys. <sighs> I know, and y'all, y'all was sleep. Anyways, um, what's the last one, Tom? Last what? Gray last and blue. Cowl? We need that gray and blue, baby. Gray and I just blue. Want yeah. That gray and blue suit so bad. I'd be down. I'd be down. Um, I, I love with Wonder Woman particularly. I love all the small bits between her and Bruce Wayne, like how she's a better spy because yeah. she international woman of mystery, right? Like that's her original thing, and then like how she's just like a better spy than him, but then also like she like. I I just love he's like you know it's like I've met many women like you and she just turns around and just like no you haven't no yeah I was like oh my god it's so good it is like ah we like we all know so there's like that that Shakespearean like (laughs) irony right there or like we know but he don't know and it's and we like but we know (laughs) Uh, especially when she's like he's like the real sword is hanging above a sultan's bed and I was like oh damn in hajar yeah Yeah. I was like "Mm, she knows and she's like 
And I like how like there's a level about her too, where she's just like willing to like stick it to the man and the patriarchy of just like all you boys are the same, no inclination to share. And I'm just like, you know, if there wouldn't there is, and that's why it's like there is no Wonder Woman versus Superman, like because it's like she probably would just handle it and be done with it. Also, that email, the this doesn't belong to you. This is you. (sighs) It's like also like when she fights Doomsday. Look, I'm I know y'all listening, our decision makers. Give us a God of War like game, Wonder Woman. Bad ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or like Spider Man or Batman Arkham Asylum. Like, give us And her something. and her different armor would be like the different ages of the of the of, yes. of all her iterations. You can get like the Linda you know Carter one. You could get the oh, You know what I'm saying? Uh, but like, I, mean, I know like that they're that listening, they, so let's do that. I like that Corey? I like yes, that they, they all three kind of figure each other out before the final fight, too. Right? Because like Superman obviously hears Alfred in in mm-hmm. Batman's ear, and you're like, okay, well there there that goes. Batman figures out Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. It's like this wonderful, you know, thing of like they all get into that fight and they all look at each other. And they're like, we all know, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Let, here we go. Um, <laughs> but none of but them also, like I, put it on blast. I, I love the shot where Batman kind of realizes like holy shit, I have no chance fighting this Doomsday thing. And like, I love Batman. I love, and I love plot armor Batman. I love, I prepared. Um, but like, just a human, the probably the most powerful human we've ever seen is like, uh-uh, I can't fight this. The only thing I could do is run and hide. And I'm just like, yeah. Even the little, lead it back to the yeah. spear. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, like, that's how it would be. You know, like, unless you can prepare for it, and you know, I'm waiting to see that happen in the yeah. next film, but you know, so. um, I have one more favorite part, uh, yes. and it's the uh, Batmobile Superman, oh. you know, reveal where Bruce bleed? turns the corner and the headlights just funk hit, hit, uh, hit Superman. Yeah, and it's just like a bump, you know, he does this. Uh, I spoilers for another movie, it's just this bump that he uses in the, the car, for, but the way Batman gets out of the car, too, is just badass as hell, like the whole framing. And and um, blocking of that scene is is really well done, I think. And it's you know getting to see that that side of Superman who's like so concerned with protecting people that he's like, if I see you again, that's mm-hmm. it. You're like, oh, that's intimidating as hell. Consider that's, this mercy. That's intimidating as hell. And then he flies off at the speed of light, and you're like, oh, <laughs> that guy threatened me. That's crazy. But you know, crazy ass Bruce is like good. Let's do um, this. <laughs> excellent. It's working. Anyone else? <laughs> like, you right. You're right. I'll tell him to get rid of that spotlight. That's fine. That's fine. That's cool. I was thinking about retiring uh, anyway. We'll do one last. You seem to have part. it under control. <laughs> uh, Caitlin, do you have one extra one before we move into the next segment? I'm Josh. Uh, I don't know. I listed a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I'm good. Next segment. Josh? Uh, my only one thing is like it's kind of like a, a frame or a couple of sequences of when Batman is running from Doomsday and he's against the building. It's oh, almost yeah, like it's a shout shot. out to the Dark Knight uh, yes. Returns. Like you're just like, ooh. There's I a lot of references reference. to that. Like also the whole like I'll kill her. It's like I believe you, which happens in the Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot of good things. Um, I, I want to say one last oh sorry one one last thing. I like the Lois Lane subplot of her investigating the bullet and then the government completely being like oh if we actually looked into this we'd know what it is but we can't because we literally sanctioned the fact that a private company can sell bullets with within their security company and so yeah fucking good guy uh general 
Uh, yeah. I can't remember his uh, General Swanwick. Swanwick, thank you. I was. I don't want to. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I know, right? Yeah. I know. And it, so it, yeah. <clears throat> that was a great scene. Where he's like, "Will you go on record?" <laughs> no. Not a chance. <laughs> Classified. No. Um, but I love. I love the thing between them two, where he's just like, "It's like I'll tell you what happened." A reporter went to a place and. People and the Superman showed up like a rogue combat and people got shot. If you want to put your halo above your head or his, mm-hmm. you know. And she admits, she's like, I don't have a halo over my head. Like people died. It keeps me up at night, and it should. Like, there's there's a lot that I recently realized in 2021 recently yeah. of like how journalism has been like marred, like within high political times. Like I just kind of really recently learned about the whole Vietnam thing. And like oh. not, I knew what it was, but like how journalists were like quote unquote blamed as like the the killer of Americans trust. And I was like, oh my God. And so like there's that like kind of level. And I was like, oh. um, anyways, okay. Favorite I'll, favorite I'll say the last thing. Never thought I'd say the sentence. Fuck Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd say that, but goddamn. Um you you would like the sewer girl to Jimmy Olsen because he's mm-mm. um but anyways uh Bams. he is uh fa- no what the favorite characters <laughs> Um, what are we doing? Let's do, let's do two. One mm-hmm. of them could be of the title characters, and then one of them has to not be. What if neither of them are the title characters, Tom? I'm cool with that. Okay. So two characters that aren't the title characters. Um, I mean, you can have one. I'm just saying, what if mine, neither of mine are the title character? Is that? A cool I think too? that makes it also more interesting too, because okay. it's Batman or Superman. It's, it's so. Diana and Alfred are my favorite characters in this whole film, like mm. by f- far. Uh, because they can, and I, 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 first of all, they're just wonderfully written. They're wonderfully acted. They show up at the right parts. They say the shit where you're like, Oh yes, say that shit. Uh, but, uh, they also, I found myself anytime they were on screen with the title characters, they were who I was paying more attention to or wanted to see more of. Um, and I think they, they, you know, Snyder walked a wonderful line of always, always leaving me wanting to see more of these characters. Like it was never like, all right, I get who you are now. It was like, but, but why? But who? <laughs> um, but why? So I think they really did. a. They treated these characters. I mean, I think they treat a lot of the characters really well in this, but those two especially were treated with this, like just enough, get a taste and you'll love them. And I do. I, I think they're wonderful characters and wonderfully acted and cast. Um, I'll That's go it. next. Yeah. I'll say, I like Lois, and I like Lex. Very, I thought I wouldn't say these things, but I'm saying them now. <laughs> and, uh, I really like what they kind of do for the story, and then what they do for the audience of pushing those questions and asking those things. Like, there's that moment where Lois is like, "Oh, so they're using these uh, like to cover this up," and then Jenna Malone's character is like, "That's why you're such a good reporter because these things still surprise you." And it's like how terrible the world is and like how many government cover-ups there are. And it's just like, oh, man. <laughs> and then like a journalist is like, oh, this is news. She's like, oh, how do you not know this already? Like that kind of stuff. And I just really like um, Lex Luthor being like, I like this idea of like what he kind of says, like, if knowledge is power, then why am I so powerless? Um and he's like, I, it doesn't, I hate it. And in the way my neurotic brain works and it's never turned off, like I should be the most powerful person. And, but the only thing I can do is play these fucking philanthropy games. So, um, yeah, that's me next. Caleb. I'll go. Gosh. 
Um, for me, it's Lex Luthor and Alfred. Mm. I really like um, Lex's insanity. <laughs> That's <laughs> I like his insanity, and Alfred. I like how much he believes that there's goodness in Bruce that he won't. He's just unfailing. He's the unfailingly loyal companion that even when he's obviously gone off his rocker for like a couple years now, he's like, he'll figure himself out. He'll figure himself out. He'll fucking figure himself out. Like Good guy, Greg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that he, like, honestly, this version of Alfred, can you imagine if this version of Alfred, someone killed Bruce and he, Alfred went after them. <laughs> that would be the best horror movie of all yeah. time. I'll, I'll well, say, I've, never, I've never seen a movie where I was like, yo, Alfred's more attractive than Bruce. Like this Because <laughs> he's got the suave. He's got the scarf. He's got, he got the, the leather oh, vest. I was like, damn, dude is fly. Like, yeah, move aside, they, Bruce they, Wayne. Like, What's yeah. your butler's name? <laughs> <laughs> Alfred. Let me write that down real quick. But for real, though, Silver Fox. Hello. Yeah. I feel like if not, not again, not to that's my not man to hate crush on, right there, Jeremy. Irons. Not to hate or trash or anything, but if this Alfred was in the Nolan universe, like he probably would handle it all by himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't get out of the way. I don't need you. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Michael Caine was right for those movies, but man, this yes. is 100. Mm. Uh, is that everybody? No, Josh. No, Josh. Uh, no. Um, uh, I'm gonna pick a title character, uh, Superman, Superman, Clark Kent, and boy. and Alfred. I mean, it's mm. copy and paste reasons, but uh, no, watching Henry Cavill be Superman just anytime he's on, you guys know my feels. Mm-hmm. Just anytime he's mm-hmm. on on screen, I'm just like, that's, that's him. That's him. He's, yeah, he's yeah, just doing so. Baby boy. It just it's it's just yeah. I love it. I dig it. Yeah. 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 So now we move on to qualms. Yes. So Corey so sounds like he wants to already. jump into it. He, I didn't he, mean to he jump into it. I just missed got the entire confused. favorite part. Favorite characters. Go ahead. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Let's talk about this <laughs> real quick. I am uh, not. A f- Here's the thing. We haven't seen his Lex come to full fruition yet. And I want to give credit where credit's due. Obviously, we saw a bit of it at the end of. Uh, the Justice League that came out. Oh. Is that Justice League? Well, this one, he shaves his head. He's in the fucking prison. No, but but there was that shot with... Uh, that post-credit? Post-credit scene. Okay. So we, ha- we haven't seen him come f- full full Lex. I believe this is like the, you know, Lex origin uh, a little bit. Not that he's going to change too much. But I to me, I don't think he stuck the landing on this. And it felt very acty. And uh, I think he would make a wonderful Riddler. But yeah. for for Alex Luthor, I just didn't feel... I think it was written well. I think that the, the character is written well, to Tom's point. Like these, these wonderful uh, uh, kind of musings and wordplay and his motivations are wonderful. But, but his performance me, wasn't your favorite. Jesse Eisenberg didn't stick the landing. To me, if, you, if he could be older, Michael C. Hall would be a, a good choice. If you want to keep him younger at this time, you could have done... Anton Yelchin or 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 uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, I think, would have been better casting oh, picks. Man. To me, I personally don't know if Jesse Eisenberg has the range to to make this a a believable supervillain for me. Um, you want to know a, oh, an interesting thing about the casting with that? Yeah, he was a, at first, I think, uh, auditioning for Jimmy Olsen. Oh, 
And then Zach was like, what if we made him Lex instead? Because we can't have someone like him and also just kill him. It's like, what if we made him Lex instead? And so there's a, that's a funny thing too with with Zack Snyder. Also, uh, everyone listening, Nolan like, does that. Jason. I mean, he did that with um, Scarecrow. He auditioned well, for Batman, did, and then they were like, "But what if?" The same thing with Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa yeah. was auditioning for Batman, and then he said, "But he's got this Polynesian background thing. What if we made him Aquaman?" Yeah. And um, there you go. Billion yeah. dollars later. But uh, but for me, it was just you know, especially with Social Network being one of my favorites, it was just so close to that where I was like, man. Zuckerberg has gone off the fucking rails. Um, <laughs> so I had, I had oh as much Zuckerberg as Zuckerberg stumbled on his, on the set and they were like, hey, let's just keep him. Yeah. Let's just so, keep him. So for me, Can it was keep just, him? there was a lot of weight taken out of those scenes for me. Um, so f- when watching those, if I focus on the writing or like that rooftop scene with, with Superman, focus more on his, his reaction, what's being said rather than the actual performance, uh, it still packs a huge, huge punch for me. Because uh, I think the again the writing for Lex is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I just think it was miscast. And then uh, my second qualm is about Doomsday actually, uh, and I just it's again it's that big generic CG guy, and I don't know as much as I like that villain. I don't know if this was the time to introduce that. Um, it just felt. Uh, it was the same way I felt about like the ending of Wonder Woman with with the God of War to the end, where it's just like these is so big and so CG that you're just like, I uh, I lost it, I lost it, I got I, I'm I and until the final few moments. Um, so for me, I I mean Tom and I watched uh, this scene. Guy was like, oh, let me try to rewrite the end of this, and they used I think Bizarro Superman, mm-hmm. uh, and it that was I was like, oh shit, that would have hit hard um but for me it was just a little too are you still cool with the death oh yeah okay absolutely yes that's what i'm saying up until the final few moments of the fight Mm. uh which is like i would say from when superman hears lois banging onward is great but the the stuff before that it's just like too much too much cg and it's just the uh, it's, it's the same issue I had with the villain at the end of Incredible Hulk, where I was like, it's just, it's kind of generic looking, and I just don't know how I feel about it. it wasn't I wasn't scared. I didn't love the look at it. Same reason I didn't like the pale orc in The Hobbit. It's so it's so CG looking that I'm just like, ah, I, I, I wish it was something else. That's all. Next. Josh? Um, I have two. Um, one is... It, it's it's almost like a we we talked about this in the movie solo like the naming how he got his name uh how doomsday like how they name him in the moment uh, where he goes um your doomsday the, your doomsday i was like okay that's <laughs> all right um it was just a, a weak moment for me um and then though i like the transition uh so after the the infamous martha scene and um Bruce is realizing kind of the error of his ways and the transition was just so fast. It was like, no, I get it. You the, this is a really hardcore moment that you're learning so much right now. He jumped now. into a phone booth and popped out. <laughs> yeah, like he just he went from I'm going to kill you to all right, what do you need me to do? 
like with it was just super super fast that I was like I'm not saying that he needs to be like for the rest of the movie still on on the edge but it was just so like from one that it just felt like there was no middle point it was just either I hate you you need to die to I'm here for you what do you need me to do like it was just such a quick sequence that it was like there was no actual transition of the emotions if that makes yeah. sense it's it's a very like uh you can it's it's a you can tell that he's trying to like possibly you know the name he's obsessing about with Martha like let me save Martha this for the first time in my life I get a chance to save a mother or like you know, he's probably done Martha. that multiple times save Martha specifically but yeah if it just kind of feels like a like a like whiplash yeah of like boom boom and he's like let me do something he's like We're let me help you cool. <laughs> please uh Kaylin? Um, so my qualm is mainly that there was, this is going to sound like not a qualm. There was so much attention to detail that I couldn't take in all the details. And I wish that this movie was three seasons of 30 minute episodes (laughs) because like the, we had Batman's a bad guy. Lex is a bad guy. Doomsday's a bad guy. Political like, intrigue. Political intrigue. Side characters coming in and doing a thing. What Lois is Superman to, in the world? What's Superman doing? Relationship issues. It just felt like it was so compacted. And Zack Snyder's, I, I feel like his way of storytelling is a very slow burn. And then you have things like studios going, no, theater times, we have to have multiple runnings, that kind of thing. And then they chop out all the movie, but he's a slow burn guy. So if you don't have all the time to do that slow burn, then you're just like, bap, 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 bap. And how'd that go um, one more time? One more time? Bap, 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 bap. Okay. Okay. So um, but so yeah, th- there was just so much of that. And, and like Barry, like the Flash coming in, being like, well, it's time. Omega the guy, he's all too early. Mad Max. He just said, and then you're just like, oh, bah, bah. find <laughs> us. You've always been right. It's her. Am I too late? Fear him. Fear him. Right. Am I too and early? I'm too, it, and yeah, too, and that's another thing is soon. like if that wasn't soon? a series, <gasps> you'd be like, oh man, they're setting up for something really cool. For the I mean, they later are later on, but <laughs> and they are, but not in this movie. And you're not going to get any resolution on it right now. No. So. I feel like I mean that's all of Infinity War. Yeah, but it's also one of those things where they make a lot of separate side like character movies that gives you that build up. And with this, we don't get that. And we know we're not going to get that. Um we know that we're just going to get these ba- massive like blocks. I mean, we did that. We got take it all Wonder in. Woman and then Aquaman and then But it it ties things together but there's just so much I, I would, extra outside of that too. I, I think Infinity War is not a fair comparison and recently it's been announced or like he's mentioned it he's like think of it more like a Lord of the Rings where like there's a lot of setup for certain things but and that's why like to me the main delineation between extended cut of this versus an extended cut of Lord of the Rings if you took out the extended stuff of Lord of the Rings like you still got the story like I don't need to see the ends I don't need to see these particular things but I'm very glad to know why they fucking were there and that they did have this whole council thing and they had did talk about it but like here it's like if you don't know why the fuck the bullets are important then you don't have a movie um so i i I see what you're saying um and i think yeah like i know you're not doing it but yeah it's it's tough for i think most people to like 
not think of like that Marvel is the only way to be doing it. Like, and I always say like with Lord of the Rings, like they don't need a Pippin, like uh, no. Mary Pippin well, origin movie. And, I, and I'm not saying I'm I'm like oh they should be copy pasting Marvel. It's no. not that's not what I'm saying at all. It's, but it's just a whole more lot of like, movie. It's a whole lot of movie, and I find myself wishing there was more or that it was separated into multiple seasons. Welcome. So that I to have the- a chance to actually take in all of this information because while I know these characters and have grown up with these characters, they're also sprinkling in all these other characters. And I'm like, I don't wait, hang on. What's so wait, what? Just also like, uh, as Josh, uh, trademark, pull back the veil. Um, man of steel, <laughs> anniversary man, just like one, just like two, just like three was like, Zack Snyder's like, I'm here for this. This mm-hmm. five film installment will be all one full arc. If anything yeah. else happens on the side, it doesn't affect my film. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, welcome Caitlin to the release of Snyder movement where we were like, we just want to see the end. We just wanted to see where all the roads went. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I and I don't, yeah, the, I mean the Martha, the Martha mom moment, even with everything explained, it still just didn't land for me, but I don't oh. know if that's like the internet joke. I was going to say, well, Caitlin, like get off the internet. internet for me. It's an unfortunate <laughs> byproduct that the film had nothing to do with. Maybe. I mean, I don't know even if even if the internet that's that's kind of part of it too, is like I don't know even with the internet kind of tainting my view. Oh, okay. I was just going off what you I said earlier. I still might not have yeah. liked that moment. No way yeah. to know. I mean even with all of that explanation, like I still might have like I feel like I still would have been like, mm, me. The, maybe we won't answer this in this episode too, but Caitlin, also right before this movie came out, uh Deadpool came out. And yeah, so the yeah, whole yeah. superhero landing thing. Everyone just fucking dunked on Superman landing in this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. And it's just like, how how are you going to use another film to kind of dunk on this other film that's not even trying to talk about other films? So it's it's an interesting thing, and I, I think it's a but yeah. Um, my okay. two qualms. Yeah. No. I don't think I have any. Yeah. I don't honestly. Yeah, I don't think okay. I have any. Like I I think any of the miss like steps or things of like ah oh, I would have done it this way or done it that way like. I kind of really just, I feel like Zack Snyder's giving me a bedtime story. Like, just tell me a story and, you know, give me something new I haven't thought about. Like, it's very weird when you kind of feel like you know everything. And that's why I always kind of, like, will commend the Russo brothers for that. For their, like, why would we tell the story that everyone knows? Um, And it's like, if you read it in a comic book, why would you watch a movie to see it again? Um, so like, I, I kind of really just want to like, I don't know, fucking play. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Cool. Dead shots black. Now it's Will Smith. Well, I don't know, man, you tell me. And then we'll just live in it. Um, it's like, okay, Batman drinks alcohol and he eats pills. I'm like, uh, I've never seen that before, but okay. Let's see how that works. You know, Lake Keith Lex would be so good. Lakeith wants to play Joker. So that's fine. But as Lex, he would have been. Um, but yeah, so it's like, I, I'm here to see it. And it's like, if you want to see me have like a millennial, you know, Silicon Valley Lex, I'll, I'll, I'll see how you, you want to play with that. And mm-hmm. does he take, Again, I don't suits? have any problem with that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying like these different things. I'm like, yeah, sure. It's like, oh, Gal Gadot or is a different Wonder Woman. You know, it's not, you know, like the biggest critique that Gal Gadot got was that her boobs weren't big enough. So it's like, these things could all go over the wayside. Like, sure. Give me that. So give me. Give me Nubia. Give me Flora Yar. So it's like I'm I'm all for the new reinterpretations yeah. for it. So nothing uh, for Tom. So uh, yeah, so that brings us to our ratings. Which Tom? who's first? 
Tom. Not me. Tom has no oh. votes. That's wild. Isn't I'm it? write you down for a five here. No, it's not a five. Just kidding. Um, for me, uh, objectively, it is a solid. Wouldn't it be 4.8. subject? A four point eight. Wouldn't it be subjectively? No, subjectively, it's a five. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm it's a 4.8. 4. 8. Got you, got you, got you, got you, fam. I get you. I try to only give my objective ones, but got I it. don't try to put that on anyone else. Okay. Uh, Who's next? Next is uh, me. We'll do alphabetical because it's me and Josh, but I'll go first because I'm C. Uh, unless, Josh, you wish to go first. You may go. All right. 4.6 mm. um, is my rating. Uh, I was going between a seven and six or five to seven. Jesus. Five, no, no, no. Point. Point five to point I know. Seven. I was like, seven, six. We don't even have that. Going back and forth, uh, then getting to watch the theatrical cut next to the uh, extended cut yet again uh, from a five to a six. Um, but yeah, the, the Jesse Eisenberg casting and the, the last villain, again, not how it played out, but just the design of the villain itself was, uh, I just wanted something a little more unique. That's all. Uh, so yeah, four six for me. Next would be Josh. Uh, split the difference, four point seven. <laughs> there it is. There's that four point seven. And then it's Caitlin with all the votes. We Who's wrong. happy that they're right right now? I'm not happy that I'm not right. <laughs> or am I right? What's happening? It's a four. Four. It's a four. A straight four. Yeah. Okay. It's a straight four. I always base it off of my entertainment and. So you found Man is Still more entertaining? I did. Okay. There was just too much. Like my I went to the end of it and was like <laughs> like my brain was like bah, 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 bah. more of that. Um so a yeah. longer movie? Yeah, I I wanted it to be more. So a 4 hour long movie? Yeah. Okay. Talk cool. That's next. Through the <laughs> so yeah, our shout outs. Our shout outs from the Nerd on Nation. Uh, who voted for Kaylin? We got a Bradley P. We have a B Mitchell Rad. G. We have a Charlotte G. And a no N O E S. You all got a guess. Gatorade guest for guest. Fred Gatorade General Zai Gamel. Gatorade Gamel. Gamel. I thought that's what you said. Gamel. Yeah, it's a character from Krypton. The DC. Okay, universe. great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to say real quick, not like grandma, like G A M Gam L. Gam Gam L. Yeah. I want to ask Caitlin the question too. Also, is just like, man, don't you wish that Ultimate Edition had a Rotten Tomato score? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was mad about from the get go. <laughs> I yeah. was like, wait, that's the score for because when I heard twenty eight percent, okay, twenty eight percent. Twilight has a better Rotten Tomatoes score. Nothing wrong with Twilight. I like Twilight, Look too. at your lives. Um, <laughs> can I also say... Why do you have so much hate in you? We got it We got it halfway in... Is it Dark Knight? Yeah, Dark Knight. Halfway in Dark Knight. But in this one, White Eye Superman. Mm. I mean, Batman. We got mm-hmm. to see it. White Eye Batman. Oh, yeah. From like the comics and animated series. Oh. But also the, the metal suit for the first so time. Good. We were fed. As nerds, we were fed. Like, look, guys, I don't know if y'all are just worried about the Batman eyes not looking good on screen, but they do. They look good on screen. Just want to throw that out there. We saw it halfway oh, with Bale. Like crawling around on the ceiling like a halfway creepy with, spider. Halfway with like, Bale with the, the sonar. 
like a yeah. dolphin, Mr. Wayne. Uh, like a submarine. That's it. Submarine, Mr. Wayne. Uh, but then we got to see it here at the... Oh, so good. Men are brave. It's... Uh, it's so good. There's... I don't know. So, so yeah, for me, again, I, I, I can understand if you don't like it, but I can't understand if you hate it. Yeah. That's yeah. my one. I think thing. this like, is one of the top tier superhero films ever made. I... I, I the, the funny thing Doesn't beat me, out Logan for me, but... Well, I want to bring that up. Logan is almost not a superhero movie for me. It sure. has a combo character and it's like a Western drama. Yeah, but it is We're, a superhero movie. Well, this is like, for me, like it's not some, it's kind of sometimes not a superhero movie. It's like, like an operatic dra- drama. Yeah. I mean, it's the same way. It's the same thing I always fucking say about Logan. It's a story that happens to have superheroes. It's not a superhero yeah. story. Like there's a superhero moment where he has to come and save the day. Like mm-hmm. Superman catches Lois. But like a lot of this is just like, to me, I was like, Oh, give me this cerebral conversation, please. Sure. Give me more of this. Like, what is the problem with what evil is everyone? <laughs> what is? Like, if you are all good, you cannot be all powerful. If you're all powerful, that makes you not all good. Like, yeah. ah, I was just like, yes, yes, I'm feeling this. Please, <laughs> give me an existential crisis, please. Yeah, existential <laughs> risk too. The whole like one percent, all that stuff. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm here for all of that shit. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's just me, though. That's just me. <laughs> I just want, I just wanted to have some kind of like real, and also, okay, sorry, at the end of it all, consequence, fucking accountability and consequences for your actions, and like, yeah, Batman should feel fucking bad. He should feel bad, real fucking bad, that the greatest person in the entire history of the world died to save him. And it's like, yeah, you almost fucking killed him. Like, I'm just like, I'm here for it. I'm like, yes, there should be consequences of this. Not like, but up, up, we're friends at the end. Power of Digimon. It's like, oh, come on, man. Like, I get it. <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man. I feel like we could give Tom another 40 minutes to rant. Anyway, <laughs> he's <us> out, man. <laughs> yeah, Everybody at out. home, thank you so much for listening. Tell us your thoughts on Batman versus Superman, the ultimate edition. Uh, reach out to us on that Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord. There are, um, there is oh, a movie channel in there that we can go on there you can reach out to us in dms you can tag us on social media which is nerd on tv on everything uh check out our website nerdon.tv. it has all of the links for everything that we do um like i said at the top if you enjoyed what you hear if you love us stop by rate and review uh share us with your friends your family subscribe we are everywhere apple spotify iheart everywhere and like tom has mentioned we're on youtube all of our episodes are video so check it out uh, and participate in the fun there. Uh, check out that Nerd On Nation, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. And that is the business. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, take care of yourselves. You know the drill. As always, Nerd On! Nerd on. Broadcast.